thought we were going to start off with a sneeze. Yeah. Ooh, welcome back. We really need a round of applause. We have taken a little hiatus, thanks to me, but it was a reading hiatus. Yeah. For it's sure. a reading hiatus, which is good. If you don't know, we've been right into the middle of our 75 hard challenge. Mm-hmm. So we've been 75 harding and <laughs> reading. Yeah. And the series that we're going to be talking about for the next two, three episodes will be surrounding a book by Sister Soldier. Yep. And it's her, probably the most famous book, I would say. Yep. Is it The Coldest Winter? Mm-hmm. The Coldest Winter Ever. And I don't know what I was thinking. It would it would be about one what it would be about, and two before reading this book, like I I'm trying to go back to what my thought process was mm-hmm. before starting this book right. because it's unlocked a lot of thoughts for me. Right. But I think she did such a good job of bringing you into... We were in their worlds. For sure. We were in their worlds. We were in the neighborhood. We saw the man down the road. Yeah. You know, like, I... She just... She is a very... Took us by the neck. Good and way. And pulled us in the book. Like, I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. her hand came up the book and just pulled you right mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And then... It's a three-book series. Yeah. And then it falls into another three book series. Yeah. That you've said isn't even related to it's it's um, to this point. To this point, for, for it's not even related to that because it's two different storylines. Yeah, it's, it's the second series is about one of the main other main characters who wasn't actually a main character in this series. Like the name was brought up a lot. And I felt like I really wanted to know about him. And mm-hmm. I was really, really glad that there was another three books pertaining to his storyline, which I think is amazing. I don't know why it's not a movie series or a TV series, because I think it's just so relevant. Um, the topics that she's talking about, which is also like shocking that like it's still something where experiencing now that book was written in what early 90s mm-hmm. late 80s early 90s um and or late 90s, she's early 2000. yeah she's a sister soldier is a very she's a revolutionary she likes mm. to talk about things that should be talked about great word for yeah. and i i appreciate that yeah although it's a it's a fictional story very much <laughs> it relevant. And weaves yeah. and ties a lot of things. Yeah, for sure. Together. Um, I, I, I love her for sure. And I would say just from these series, um, even the first book, The Coldest Winter Ever, just had me in a chokehold. So really, really happy I was able to, to read it. I think, Um, I agree. I think that she's shown me the depths of a woman. mm. 
like she showed me the depths of the soul of a woman because she's writing from the perspective of a woman. Yeah. And she's writing female characters. Right. And I'm now I'm curious to see how her male, how she writes her male main character. Right. I think as a woman. Um, I've been reading a lot of Mail, and I've been reading a lot of Eric. Yeah. So I think, you know, shout out to Black History Month, because that's pretty much what we read mm-hmm. for the month of uh, like black authors. Mm-hmm. And I think because Eric is so near and dear, I'm just like, it's interesting, you know? Like... Two revolutionary black authors writing from a perspective that was like before us. So there's a there's a level of wisdom that they have, but then the level of wisdom they have was so deep, and it was also beyond where they were at that age. You know when they wrote it. Right, right. Um, Yeah, they're both they're both amazing. I think this year I would like to focus on. black and people of color authors Mm -hmm. just because there's more of um I can connect with the characters a little bit more and like it's the pulling effect that you were talking about earlier of really being able to place yourself there Mm -hmm. so the coldest winter ever is a book about that takes place in the Bronx and it it gives you a perspective of uh, being black in America because you see it on TV, you see it on social media, but she's so, like, she. I know she was born there just by the way, which she, I'm pretty sure she is, mm-hmm. um, just by the way that she describes, like, the streets, the wow. block, the hood... Mm-hmm. The, the houses, the brownstones, like, it's just, um, mm-hmm. it's great. And it follows, um, a family where the father, Ricky Santiago, is a hustler, entrepreneur, gangster, if that's what you want to call him. Mm-hmm. And, um, his storyline with his, uh, four daughters, uh, Winter, who this book is about. That's why it's called The Coldest Winter Ever. Portia, who's in the second book. And then the third book kind of just... Um, I think it's more focused on winter. Mm-hmm. Right? And, you know, their life in on the block, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what you're exposed to as a woman in like winter was for me when I think about it I'm like she was in a she was off to a a better start because both of the parents were in the home we're typically around that area that's not necessarily so Mm -hmm. and um the father was the provider of everything the mother didn't need to work Um, I do wish that, but this is only one perspective, right? But I do wish that there was a focus on education Mm -hmm. in this family because I just believe that, you know, we would have made a little bit different choices than the ones that were made in the book. But again, this is based on one perspective. Um, Mm -hmm. 
and winter uh, maneuvering through the Bronx, having a, a known father in the hood and a mother who like, you know, she was a baddie. She's the queen on her throne, you know, mm-hmm. and um, the influence of both of those is what I believe is the basis of the story mm-hmm. of the first book anyways. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you feel about it? I think that it was, I agree with everything you said. I also think she just, she made them feel real. Like she made yeah. it feel like you could like, you were there. Like when, um, Ricky Santiago comes into the room, how people respect him, how mm-hmm. they walk down the street and feels like you can feel the characters in the book. And I think she, I also like the fact that it was just relatable. Like maybe you didn't have drug dealers in your family, but you had family members and people in your immediate environment who exhibited traits and characteristics that match some of these people didn't have to be that they were selling drugs Mm -hmm. that made them toxic Mm -hmm. or that made their thinking toxic like Mm -hmm. he could have been working as a construction site and still have the mentality and teach his kids what he did right and i think it shows you how he taught them a lot of good things he also taught them a lot of things that didn't benefit them things that actually hindered them Mm -hmm. things that kept them stuck things that limited them but then also i would say he was a better parent ten thousand percent than than their mom yeah the woman the matriarch of their family because what did she care about what looked good how she looked outwardly she wasn't deep she didn't have depth actually i don't recall i feel like her journey with them stopped after birth right and i think she just (coughs) kind of let them be them Mm -hmm. which i think could be good but I was disappointed in the mom. And I think that what triggered in me is because that I have a nurture ring mm-hmm. side to me that's just a part of who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, it just weaved in who I am. So I think the ways that I feel like she didn't protect her kids or, like, took care of them, I just felt like she could have done so much better. But she put her hopes and dreams on the back of a man. And right. I think she sh- she got to show you how some people can do that and learn from it and pick themselves up and keep moving. And some people really get stuck and they don't know how to pick up the pieces of their life. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to face their choices. They don't know how to like get shit done, mm-hmm. you know, when it's hard. It's like seeing the times where it's like she never wants opened the letters to figure out where her kids were. Mm -hmm. She never opened the letters to see how she can access it. She just, like, gave up. She just threw her hands in the air. She didn't try. That's how I saw it. And I'm just like, what? She gave up. And I think what fueled my feelings towards the mom was, like, I don't know. Because they're also four daughters. You didn't give them any hope. Because right. as soon as the man crumbled, you had no... You couldn't stand on your ten toes. Right, you couldn't, right, like, right. have yourself up. So what did he benefit you by just handing you things? Mm-hmm. I think he knew that she was weak in that way. And he he did for her, 
But as the woman who's supposed to model something for the girls behind her, the little women that are literally trying to fill her shoes, I think that that's like really sad how many kids don't have a good one. I think we shit on a lot of men and like he was toxic and whatever and whatever, but if they didn't have them, they would have been lost. They would have been dead. They would have been way worse. It's true. If they didn't have their dad. If they didn't have him? Yeah. Hell no. And the thing that makes it hard is you're totally speeding through the book because that's book two. What? The letters. No, it's not. It absolutely is. When? That's book two? That's book two. No, because I'm also talking about the letters from her dad. Okay. Yeah. Like she just kept them. Like, um, yes, in book two, expose the amount of letters and what the context was, but she was walking around with letters, walking around with things she didn't want to face. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think pertaining to the father, which is where I feel like maturity of his highlight came, was in this book. Mm. Um, Right, right, right. His, although, yes, he was toxic, in his mind, um he had good intentions of protecting his family of, you know, trying to do the right things, um, for the sake of realizing it's a, it's a house full of women, Yeah, you know? And it's like he modeled or tried to model Mm -hmm. what he believed, um, a good man would be good enough for his daughters. Mm -hmm. So it's like, let me bring forth this, this modeling, you know, mm-hmm. and I appreciated him for it, regardless of how he got his money. Like, we all make our choices, but pertaining to this story, despite what he did, which he never once said he was a drug dealer, right? So it was it was a business arrangement, a business transaction, where the folk, like one of the triggering moments for me was he was pushing his product, if you will, in his own community. And I think that because he was so focused on his family, like his, his household, mm-hmm. there was a lack of, um, a lack of giving a fuck to yeah. say the least of, of his community, of where the kids had friends of the places that they went to. And it's like, yeah, when he walked into the room, there was an aura about him or, people respected him but I also think was it respect or was it fear Mm -hmm. because it's like I can I can appreciate somebody who's making the best of their situation Mm -hmm. I can respect that um where he lost some respect for me was like who who's being affected by this you know and it's it's was his immediate community like there was no building up of the community but he was benefiting off of the backs of the community, mm-hmm. which made it difficult, but it's also still relevant to right now. Mm-hmm. And um, when he came out of the picture, because, you know, things that are done illegally, the, the hotter that he's, he's flashing, flashing the cars, flashing the jewelry and the clothes, the more you're being monitored mm-hmm. by law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, if and when you do get caught, um, you will. right? Because all these all these things come to light, mm-hmm. which is also 
one of the messages that was said in the movie or in the movie in the sh- in the book and it's still it relevant like and i'm saying movie because this this is just it should be mm-hmm. right like it's it really just so deep. deep it's so deep you know that's why that's why when you mentioned the dad it's true it's like he kept his household the way he wanted it just like how his influence his how he treated their mom and what they saw him do also set it up for the house to be its own little island of, like, the mom's, like, I get taken care of, I get my hair done, I get my hair done every two days at this salon. They know me, they clear the seat for me because I'm Santiago's wife, mm-hmm. okay? And I'm wearing Gucci, I'm wearing, I got the bus down, I got everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, when is she telling her kids to read a book? Mm-hmm. She had the, the eldest kid watching the younger kids mm-hmm. while she went out and looked pretty for her man. Mm-hmm. That's what she spent her day doing. Yeah. Looking good for her man. And then counter, he was making sure that he was able to provide those things, which is what she wanted. And I was, I was really grateful that they were married and maintained in the marriage and, you know had children not in wedlock, which is still a relevant topic now, if that's what you choose to believe, right? Some people give a fuck, some people don't. But they were painting a picture, Sister Soldier was painting a picture of one type of dynamic that is still relevant to today. Ultimately, when when Ricky gets caught, ends up going to jail, the eldest daughter, Winter, is now seeing full circle you know, when, when he, when dad's not here, everything's amok, right? Like I've, we've been so dependent on him. It wasn't immediate him. crumbling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been so dependent. We've been so used to, we never once thought beyond today, what tomorrow could bring, maybe saving, maybe not spending as much. Even if the money continues to come, why has there been no savings? There, there was just a lack of that. It was very much superficial. And it was also like, we don't recycle outfits. But as soon as dad was gone, where's the money? But then, the, where's our focus? Still on the fact that, oh my god, everyone's gonna know. Mm-hmm. We're not up. We're not gonna we're now... look like everything's together. Yeah. And I think that's why it's messed up that, like, she didn't know who her man really was. She knew what he gave her. He knew she knew right. the words he spoke to her. Right. She knew that the money was coming in more than it maybe once was. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't know him. He had an inner world and I think that's what I like too. She created him to be larger than life and it's like everybody feared him, but like he was smart. He was. You know? The lessons he's taught his kids, the things that he's like learned, he taught them how to count in their head, quick math, like Mm -hmm. Maybe it was from counting crack bills, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but taught them how to count. You need to know that. You need to know how to read and write. Yeah. And I think that it shows you that, like, how come when he, when he was, his hands were tied behind his back, literally, and he can't move and he can't have the money coming in how it used to, how come it was the daughter who, who she instinctly knew? Right. That she had to find out something. She had to figure out something to do. Mm-hmm. Because he raised them to be that way. Which is like him. Because if they were just 
gutless like their mom, then they would have, she would have never sprung into any action. She would have never, right. you know what I mean? She right. was, she was moving and shaking. She figured shit out. She got it done. Their mom really, really relied all on her husband, which all. is still relevant to today. But I also right? think the part that I think hit me too was when Winter pretended like she didn't know her mom was a bean before she found out. Because mm. mm. it was already there. And right. she's like, why is she wearing that? Right. Like... Right. Why and then it goes into the second book when a kid version of that same interpretation not getting it because of your age. Right. But then Winter knew. <clears throat> because her mom when everything started happening, remember when they first went to go visit the siblings with her mom, when she went to go do that visit, that was initial. Right. That was after her mom got released from jail. Right, right, right. So when did her mom start slipping away? Right. I would have to say, for me, reflecting on the book, it definitely happened after after the visit. After the visits, oh no, it was right right away when the husband got caught. Was her when mom? when she, right when right she drove the car when she drove and the she car was, and she, and she had pills. No, I think it would have had to been when she got shot in the face. Yeah. Which was before. And then in the second book, she <clears throat> reveals what she was doing. Right, 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 right. Because you didn't know, but it was revealed. That's what I'm saying. Winter wasn't paying attention, just like the dad didn't pay attention. Right. Right. Because their mind's like, we gotta figure it out. What's next? What's the... So it's easy to miss somebody like that, where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. she's good. She's got jewelry on today. She got the car she wanted. Yeah. When the car was the catalyst to the bust. Right. Right? Right. She was hounding and hounding him, hounding him for the car. He's like, don't worry, I'm going to set it up, be patient. And he went and got it because, fuck, she's getting Aggie because... Right. Which actually... And what now was it? That Vanity. She yeah. was known for her looks. Yeah, yeah. She got shot in the face. Mm-hmm. Had a scar, looks destroyed. Which, which is difficult because when you're used to a certain lifestyle which is what the dad kept in place because you're not focused on the minor detail of how he's getting it <clears throat> how yeah. we're going to be able to to eat tomorrow you're just reaping the benefit you're just reaping it but i did appreciate um winter wanting to figure it out mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah. whether it's because you know i don't want to be seen in the same jeans like she knew that something had to she had to make a move and for being 16 having yeah. three younger sisters mm-hmm. having a mom who's going through a mental breakdown because she's one shot in the face two lost her husband three we can't tell what's going to be happening next pertaining to the house they're in the car they're driving the clothes they're wearing and the nanny the nanny, even. Because she wasn't minding her kids. It was, it's, it was really um, sad to watch because... To watch. Because I'm in the story. Yeah. So it's a, it's a show for me, mm. right? 
It was really, really That's uncomfortable. Like, it felt like you were pulled yeah, into the like, book, like completely sensory. It was physical. It was emotional. It was mental. It was spiritual. Yeah, it has you in a chokehold for sure. She hit all four corners. Of yeah, the yeah, yeah. She she hit it hard, and then even think about it. They're talking about the responsibilities of the firstborn, the responsibilities of a black girl mm. as a firstborn, and having a parent who probably didn't teach her to do the best things. You yeah. know, probably ta- taught her things that yeah, it's good to match. Right? And it's good to look good and, and present yourself in the best way foot forward. But I also think about just like, how can she... It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard for sure because I think about, um, you know, being the only uh, girl child for my mom. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like the responsibilities there and like needing to be independent and what was the catalyst was it the the previous lifestyle you know or the entire book was triggering the entire series was triggering beginning to end and i'm on the third book and i'm like 25 percent in so today (laughs) jesus today and tomorrow are my days to get this book done Right, because I have to move on to the Midnight series, which I'm not even there, but how she wrote him in this book, yeah, she made him a mystery mm-hmm. to everyone. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why I'm so curious to read that, because she made him so, like, mysterious, but he was, he took up space in the book, you know? He got his own book. So I think um, it was just a really great book. I feel like for it to be the first book you're reading from that author and then it's taking you down a fucking um, portal Mm -hmm. into like this whole life story journey epic. Yeah. I think that that just shows me like... How, at the beginning of every story, at every new beginning, new chapter, new point, whatever, in your life, you have to dive in, like, head first, like, completely blind, Mm -hmm. without any expectation of what it's going to be, how it's going to go. Right. Forget about what you thought about the title. Forget about what you thought it was going to be about. Mm -hmm. Like, and just be in it like that's why I'm like I don't know what my thoughts were before this book because I'm pretty sure what was I reading in Mexico it wasn't this book Um, I don't recall now because I've just been in this book yeah because we've been in this world for so long yes I have to look back I don't recall what I was reading but and we we went to Mexico right we went to Mexico and got and came back, and we're here now. <laughs> you know, I still haven't read a Frida McFadden. You know what? That's that's not something that we can discuss right yes. now. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Um, I haven't read Thinner. I haven't read the Stephen King. Right, 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 right. 
So right. that's where I'm like, girl, you've been reading. Yeah, I've been I've been reading for but sure. But this book has triggered me in ways that I did not know I could be triggered in still. I think it shows you how you can be triggered in ways you never thought about things that like you thought right wouldn't trigger you anymore right. but because it's being triggered in a different way it still hits you know mm-hmm. and I I really appreciate this content because it allowed me to see myself my younger self mm-hmm. my more immature self my innocent self my little girl self. Um, it took me on a journey, and I think every woman's journey is different. But you start off as a baby girl, and we're so vulnerable here. All of us are, but the woman, I, we can only speak to the woman of a, uh, the journey of a woman, the woman of a journey, <laughs> the journey of yeah, a woman, yeah. as we are and have been embarking on ours. It's year 32, God willing, I'll see that, I'll hit that milestone too in a couple of months, but um, we're definitely going to be doing a part two, it was great touching base with all of you lovelies, we've missed you, it's been forever, we're back to the regular scheduled episodes, this is episode 177. 177 we're definitely gonna have to continue this in a couple more episodes because it's just such a vast series but thank you for uh tuning into another episode of the is what it is podcast my name's kibia my lovely co-host otlin's on the mic we do release every sunday still at 11 a.m eastern standard time and with that, don't forget to interact with us on our Instagram, Black Magic, B L V C K M A G I Q U E. And we're out, guys. Thanks Peace again. Out.